Hello, welcome back to Student Speaker. Today we're going to be talking about healthy eating. Um, as you know, I'm Tom, and of course we've got Abby and Josh. And as a guest today, we've got Miss Chadwick, a food expert with 40 years of knowledge in the industry. So, to start off, I want to talk about this whole idea around healthy eating, start of a whole new year. Last year, obviously, um, this whole thing around v January, um, and that was a big marketing ploy for the healthy eating market as such. To start off, I want to ask you if you feel that there's, um, it's healthy to be a vegan or whether it's just a whole marketing ploy. And personally, I wouldn't be a vegan. It's not something that I've actually ever considered. Uh, it does worry me slightly that it's not as balanced a diet as it should be and certain vitamins or minerals uh, are not being taken in by the person. Mm -hmm. and therefore could affect the health it's very easy to talk about veganism it's very easy to put it out there as a healthy option but what they don't actually ever consider are vulnerable people or people who already have medical needs and how it can impact directly and indirectly on their needs as well it's something I would treat with caution look into it deeply chat even to a doctor about it before I started it um, and then consider the options of the finance side as well because a lot of these fad diets can become quite expensive with the specific foods that you're going to be buying so not really something that is something that I would enjoy because I like my cake and biscuits and cream too much <laughs> and what about vegetarianism what do you think about vegetarian has come on a long way certainly from looking over 20 years ago what was offered within retail outlets I think there's a great choice there's a lot of thought gone into it it's certainly healthier now um, that it ever was yes I might consider vegans sorry vegans vegetarians although I have to say I'd miss chicken because that's one of my favorite and maybe bacon I'm a vegetarian bacon. I miss both of those things yeah more than any other kind of meat um, and again I'd have to make sure that I was making sure I got the proteins that were missing mm. from the meat so do you think then the protein alternatives like the temper the tofu the tvp have come on a long way and developed. Yeah, yes, they're a good substitute. They look like the dish. I've certainly tried them. Mm -hmm. I would not say to anybody who don't have them, I think they're great. Um, yeah, we're certainly moving in the right direction in looking at the alternatives that are there. And what if some parents are, with children are listening to this and they're struggling to get their kids to eat more vegetables or fruit or just start to get healthier? How would you include more healthier food within their kind of diet? weekly make it small make it bite size don't give them too much because it'll fill their stomach up with the wrong foods and then they won't want it let them stop when they've had enough make it exciting turn it into something Japanese have a great way of doing lunches but they make them decorative and you know children open up lunches and it's like oh look what we've got they even put them onto cartoon mimics as well so th try and think about when you were little and what you wanted and make it special, cut it into funny shapes or make it a smiley face. Just get the child to interact with them. Get them to go shopping and choose their own food. Mm. They're more likely to eat it if they've actually helped with choosing what they do. Mm. Get them putting it on their plate, cutting it up. Involve them in the day-to-day -day process. It's a lot more fun if you're part of it than just something put in front of you and you're told eat it. Do you think that <clears throat> put in front of you idea is also seen through fast food chain outlets that are kind of... They're verging on the more unhealthy eating side with obviously lots of grease, salts, um, fats and additives that aren't necessary. Do you think that having those 
fast food chains kind of manipulate people to have just get used to it to being put in front of them yes i think they do we are very much grazer people now we want a snack we want it quite quickly we don't have time one of the things that's become quite apparent recently is dashboard dining where people are even eating in the car because they don't have time to stop it's not healthy it's not healthy for the gut um there are hidden things in food from outside as well that people don't realize and sugar is one of the worst one so that's why we're having problems with obesity diabetes and young children we need to actually get back to the values of sitting down eating our food taking time to digest it enjoy it and use it as a social time as well with your mm. family yeah that's something i've recently been thinking about how different dinner is for lots of people in my household we've always sat around a table and had dinner but you hear some but some people just sit on the sofa watching tv having dinner and i wonder if because it's becoming such an unsocial activity, that it's making it less enjoyable. Yes, I do. I think it is. I think it's a really valuable time to get together as a family, talk about the day, move away from electronics, sit down, discuss your food, but again, get them involved in the preparation of it. Let them enjoy the, the touching, the sensation, the smells, the understanding of the food, why it's there. Get them engrossed in it as a hobby. Mm -hmm. um, I find it quite therapeutic. It's something I go to do at the end of the day when actually I am quite tired. But I do understand that people's lifestyles have changed and therefore both parents usually work now. They are tired when they get in. They do want something. It is easier to sit down in front of the television. You don't have to clean up the table, tidy everything away. But it is an issue because we are not then eating the right kind of foods that we should be having. It's not always balanced. When someone is like struggling to try and eat healthy foods and mainly their diet is including you know, lots of fat, sugars... How would you get someone to try and slow that down and try and get more on to healthy eating? Because it's, it's more difficult for some people than it is others to move on. It is difficult and it's also more expensive, which is one of the biggest issues, that the healthier food is more expensive, therefore people can't always afford to move across it. I would say do it slowly. Um, take your time. Don't make them eat loads and loads of it. Hide it in a smoothie or put it into something that's on you. Make your own jam whatever it is that you can put it into a way that disguises that at first they're actually eating those kind of foods they don't always realize and then you tell them what they've eaten and they're like oh i didn't know that was quite nice actually i'll try that again um get together include them in the making of the dish again always include them in everything and then you can say to them at the time well we'll put a little bit in have a tiny portion try it if you don't like it that's fine but try it um um and just get them to enjoy it make it appetizing make it look nice that they want to go and try it but make it social so do you then think that if that happens it will avoid the younger generation having this lazy eating and food preparation habit that is seen a lot today i think it's a start mm -hmm. i think there's a lot more that needs to be done technology is a problem time is a problem um getting people to actually acknowledge that it's important to have a balanced diet. Education plays a big part. The government needs to start understanding that food's a problem. It's a problem on the NHS. And not just thinking that the way to sort it out is to put extra PE, because the people that are needing to change their diet are the ones that are not always attending the other subjects that they should do. And then if they do go, they tend to think because they've done the PE, they can then go and have three extra donuts on the way home. It's also about media, it's adverts, it's the high street. You're walking down the high street and there's 
10 shops open available to the child before they've even got into school. Mm. The money that's there for the lunches has gone on fast foods before they've got in. Yeah. So it's a start getting the social side of it, it would be, but there's so many other things that need to come in from other sides. So do you think that there needs to be more sugar or fat taxes placed on fast food or just shops in general? I think it's, again, it's a help and anything we can do will improve the situation. Education's the best thing. Get them to understand cooking, get them taught the skills of cooking, because a lot of people don't cook because they don't know how to. Um, and encourage them that it's a valuable part of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's anything that non-government organisations can do to help this growth in healthy eating and ideas surrounding it? There, there is, but it is getting people on board. I mean, at the end of the day, people want to have a nice lifestyle. They're nice, you have to have money. So a lot of places, no matter what the government put in position, like the sugar tax, a lot of them still haven't come on board with it. Mm. So it's how do you get the big corporations to understand that they play a part in this, the multinational companies that produce these foods, and actually understand what damage they're doing to the generations that are coming through. Do you think that there should be more education around these different types of sugars, the fats that are in foods these days, and people just think, oh, it's got some peas in that looks nice and healthy, Mm. and they don't actually look on the back to find out that the pasta's got so many carbohydrates in that are going to damage them or whatever, Mm -hmm. the dishes, or they think, oh, it's a um, fruit cheesecake, it's got some nice berries on the top, but doesn't realise that there's loads of sugars added. Mm. Do you think that there should be more of an education around these types of I do, but you're talking to a food teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. I don't think we get enough time with the students. I mean, Mm. they're on a carousel, so they might only get about 12 hours a year in Mm. food, um, which is supposed to sustain them as a life skill for the rest of their lives. It would be nice to see it being introduced. They've recently taken away the A-level, and I don't Mm. understand why they took away the A-level, because, again, it leads into the third biggest employment um, agency in the country. So if that isn't worth an A-level, then I don't know what is. So yes, I think education is crucial. And I think it needs to be looked into and valued in a higher capacity than it is. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in younger years, the school did after-school um, clubs to support. Like they basically, it was you go to it and you we made smoothies and stuff, and it taught kids you know, mm-hmm. kale in your sweet. And it, mm-hmm. so I never eat kale can't stand stuff but they put it in the smoothie with, along with kiwi and all these other strong yep. tropical fruits so it, you couldn't taste it no I know and it's a good way of hiding things yeah that's what the situation the, is it more you think that the parents should be trying to hide it to try and get them to or because yeah, it's a really difficult one to because you can educate them on it but if they don't like it at the end of the day they won't eat it right but as when they're very little then you can mix it in okay once they get to an age where they can understand and have a conversation with you then you can sit down and talk to them about it and again include them in what you're doing but i would certainly say try as many different flavors and textures as you can before the child gets old enough to start saying no i'm not having that because i don't like the look of it it's it's you can still educate a child while it's little it might not be verbally but there's nothing to stop you giving them things and letting them try them you'll be surprised how much they can pick up but certainly once they're old enough to have a proper conversation and understand what it is that you're saying to them 
then include them. Include them yeah. in the cooking, include them in the choosing of it. They feel special. Then they want to try it if they've chosen it. And if they've and cooked if, it. Yep. And yeah. if you've gone through the fruit area of a specialist place and you've looked at dragon fruits and then you look at passion fruits and you look at the apples and talk about the colours and the textures mm. and say, which one should we try today? It's your choice this week. And then they will go home and they will mm. try it. Yeah. Because you've included them in it. So do you think there should be this... Um, more attraction to try new foods because I was, as a child I always loved going to a restaurant and picking something I wouldn't usually have at home or going on holiday and there would be something on the menu that we don't usually have here in the UK and picking out something new and different rather than stay, sticking to the same meal that we always have mm. I think when you're young it's a good idea to try things I mean obviously as you get older you do decide that you've got certain tastes but they change as you get older um, it is do try things when you're out and about because a lot of children say, I don't like the look of it, I don't want it. Even if they only try a little bit off your plate, you don't have to actually get them to order the dish, but you can say, well, I'll order the dish. You can have a look, and if there's anything you'd like to try off my plate when you see it, you can have a tiny little bit from the corner. And then if mm. you like it, we can order it for you next time. Because, again, you still have to be very careful about what people's disposable income is. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things, when I went to the Indian restaurant for the first time, my dad ordered some weird stuff, and I said, that, that looks horrible, and that's all that put me off the Indian cuisine, and then when you actually try it, it's mm. completely different to it's, what you it's imagine it's a lovely it cuisine, it, it is, is the tastes and the spices are incredible, it is it's one of my favourite takeaways, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just yeah. mm. so, just before, because obviously, what's would be your one piece of advice you'd give to a parent who's got a younger child or a teenager to try and get them to eat vegetables? What advice for the like, teenager or something to eat the vegetables? Like, what advice would you give people? I would give it to the parents. I'd say give them time. Give them time. Get them included. Get them enjoy it with you. Take them through the whole process. Get them to understand where it comes from, how it arrives, how it's packed, how it's cooked, how it goes on the plate, and let them be part of that choice. And that way, hopefully, they will start to see the value of it. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast again. We'll be back, back next week um, to talk about more exciting issues facing us and how we can combat them. Thanks again.